AgBioscience is supported by Indiana Farm Bureau. This is Ag Bioscience. Welcome. Thanks for joining. I'm Mitch Frazier, CEO of Agrinovus Indiana. And this is the podcast where we explore all things Ag Bioscience, the people, the products, and innovations across food, animal health, plant science, and ag tech. One state in the nation has secured the global headquarters of two publicly held ag bioscience companies over the past three years. So let's ag bioscience economy surge more than six billion and has an ag bioscience workforce that's connected to roughly 10% of the state's total workforce. That state is Indiana. And its governor, Eric Holcomb, joins us today to share more about what's driving growth. Governor, happy new year and welcome to Ag Bioscience. It's great to be from an I state, and I mean that as a team player. It is good. A lot of good things happening. A lot of good things happening over the past seven years. You're a two-term governor, now term limited, headed Mm. into this, the final year of your service. Mm. You were the former Indiana Secretary of Ag when you were Lieutenant Mm. Governor. You've served in the Navy. You're a husband. You got to share more. Before we jump into what's happening in the ag bioscience economy, tell us more about the Governor Holcomb story. Well, it could um, not to be too egocentric about it, but it could it could it's one that could be a movie when you think about the twists and turns that brought me to this table that we sit at to this cabinet table in the governor's office at the state house. Um, I trace it back to just a passion for public service, quite frankly, and never having a long term plan. It was never one of my dreams growing up as a boy to be the governor of the state of Indiana. But one thing led to another. I worked for a lot of incredible human beings, served in the, as you mentioned, in the Navy, go Navy, beat Army next year. We could reflect Uh, on Army's mm, most recent win if you want. No? mm, Okay. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Um, (laughs) But that led me back home again in Indiana, and I worked for a, a congressman who revered the Constitution and learned a lot from him and then worked for Mitch Daniels, who was one of my predecessors, gave about 10 years of my life and got gray hair with that service and <laughs> learned a lot on this side of the desk um, from him. Worked for Senator Dan Coates, who I had admired forever uh, and learned a ton from him. Had, had been a state party chairman when Governor Daniels asked me to be, uh, then Governor Pence asked me to be, as you mentioned, his lieutenant governor, and and did that for a stint before then candidate Donald Trump asked Mike Pence, the governor, to be his running mate, and that happened. So 106 days later, I go from lieutenant governor to governor and have been here ever since, and it's been a true joy and, and more importantly, an honor to kind of, again, be able to share Indiana's story, which you teed up perfectly, all about our opportunity and all about our growth. It is amazing we're now in the 7th January Mm. of you being in this office, serving as the chief executive by definition of the state. Much has changed Mm. over that past seven years. If you look back, not just here in Indiana, but around the world, I want to dig in here, though, to Indiana. Mm. What what do you see? What's changed over this last seven years, both in terms of gains? I think there are a lot of wins on the board. What are some of those areas that you feel like, gosh, we still need to focus on? Man, that's... That's the right perspective, I think. And and one thing that it seems subtle, but it has changed, and that is our embrace of change itself. Uh-huh. It's not so abrupt. It's more accepted and actually pursued. So it, it used to, you know, 
be a change adverse if you were um, thinking about the state of Indiana, very cautious. And now uh, we're full of a state of risk takers and ecosystem developers, yes. folks who are embracing density of talent and not looking at it as though it might take from them or their market share. And those are subtle things, but they're massive shifts. And when I think about going from a state that had always been renowned or known for growing things and making things and then shipping things, distributing them, now we're increasingly involved in the creation or the R&D and the advanced manufacturing. And we're talking about, as you mentioned at the outset, you know, life sciences, the intersection of plant, animal, and human life sciences, uh, where they all intersect. Now we're talking about the creation of isotopes and, you know, how we, how we grow uh, the very future of life sciences, how we grow the very future of food, how we grow the very future of mobility or fill in the blank. And it's exciting to see us harness the synergy of all of the talent that's, turns out it's been here for a long, long time. Right. Indiana University, Purdue University, Notre Dame, Rose Holman, Butler, every, you know, Ivy Tech. And, and to watch people, and I hear this, all the time from people that sit at this table that you and I are sitting at right now when we're talking about doing a deal or bringing it home, they just say, there's just no other state that partners together like you guys do. And that's, that's a true testament to making sure, maybe it's our basketball DNA too, right? or coming off the farm DNA where you're reliant on every single person I spoke to, not to get too far off course here, but I spoke to the scouts yesterday at an annual luncheon and talked about how scouts um, reinforces this in everything they do, but the lone wolf is not as strong, no matter how capable that lone wolf or mean and bad and, and aggressive as they may seem, as the pack. Right. And doing things as a den or a troop or together, having this table represented by such high, uh, such a high level of expertise and then watching that come together and just go out and gang tackle any problem that you see in the way and turn that into an opportunity and then do an explosion of an industry, that's pretty, that's pretty exciting. That transformation has happened here yeah. in Indiana. If we look back yeah. just over the last couple of years, January 2019 to December 2022, the ag bioscience economy grew more than six billion dollars mm -hmm. in Indiana. With a B. With a B. Right. I always have to tell people, they go, well, that's not that much. I'm like, no, I said billion. Six billion. Right, it's a right, big right. deal. Right. Yeah. And then add on top of that, what what's the key forces behind it? You had two publicly held yeah. ag bioscience companies put their headquarters here. Corteva yeah. in 2022, we saw Atlanco competed for that deal alongside each other to make yeah. that happen here in Indiana. And then we've seen just last year, three of the top five venture capital deals, all all venture capital, three mm. of the top five were in ag mm. bioscience. Your perspective, you're the chief executive of the state. What's driving this growth? And how critical is this ag bioscience economy as you look at the future right. of this economy? Well, at the end of the day, and it's not just ROI, it's the, you know, but that is driving a lot of this is where can we grow where we do minimize, we're going to take some risks, right? 
but how do we lower our blood pressure or our worry list, quite frankly? And that starts with talent. That's obviously got a little to do with location. That's got to do with how you connect with the markets. That's got to do with who the, the fiscal balance sheet of the state. It's got to do with what priorities are we funding, sane and funding, not just saying we'll do that for you, but actually, oh, by the way, talk to this list, get this you know, uh, testimonial list in front of you and go through that call sheet and hear from other CEOs right. that are right where you are right now. No matter what stage of the business you're in right now, we can address it at early stage, start up. And, and you know, we're walking the walk and, and we're not, it's not rhetorical here. And, and then to see just how far the dollar will go, obviously right. adds in that, but we, we haven't, we have somewhat of an advantage as, as I mentioned, we've, We've always been, you know, involved in feeding the world or clothing the world or fueling the world. Now we're known as a place, this is evidenced by three recent federal decisions to award us a hydrogen hub, a microelectronics hub, uh, uh, a biotech uh, hub, these intersections that are not just discovering but determining what the future will be in these industries. And that's, that's really exciting to see government, private sector, research organizations, academia, all come together and, and say, we're going to get there a lot faster. Quality of life is going to improve because of it. You look at generational change, and, and often I think that's pointed to where someone says, well, well, this is generational change. What, what we've seen here is generational change. But if we rewind the clock over 100 years ago, Colonel Eli Lilly yep. created Eli Lilly and company ultimately. That company ultimately spun out Elanco, spun out what was the predecessor is now Corteva. This idea of, of really focusing on how do we connect plants, animals, and people, while it seems like a new concept, this is core to Indiana's DNA. Yeah. And by the way, the colonel who is smiling down from heaven right now because of the mission of Lily itself and the endowment, right. continuing to cultivate and nourish the very soil of our state um, is is paying off tenfold to this very day. And when I when I think about um, their impact, whether it be Alenco or Corteva or Lilly, on our state internationally, right? This is you know I can say it; they're doing it, and uh, they're doing it in every corner of the world, and so. Again, trying to harness that and always, always looking forward. You know, you, you mentioned Lily. I think about the turn of the century from the 1800s to the 1900s and then into the 21st century, the industrial kind of revolution and where we are and where our great grandparents mm -hmm. were. And I have a, a story that I've shared before, but it's my great-grandfather was a blacksmith in southern Indiana, in Oaktown, Indiana, population 600. Population 600 today. Yeah. And he was questioned on the front page of the Vincennes Sun Commercial newspaper about the future of Oaktown, Indiana, and the future of smithing. And he talked about how, one, he had not made a lot of money in life, but he lived a very rich life. And just the the quality of yes. life that he experienced. And then he said, you know, who knows what the future of smithing is? I used to work on 
um, horses and plows, and now I'm working on tractors. And he said, the good Lord gave it and replaced it with rubber. So you're looking That's at the, the introduction of technology and advancement and, and then the Indy 500, and that was a test track. And then where we are, where we are today, he said, who knows what the future is? The boy here, he's making things like airplanes with his hands. The boy is my seven-year-old dad on the dirt floor wow. of a blacksmith shop. My dad graduated from Purdue and spent a career at Rolls-Royce trying to make aircraft fly higher and faster. And that's just my little family example. You've got one, you've got one, you've got one. And, and to think about the Indiana keeping up with that scale and pace of change and, and where we are today and embracing it, there's some anxiety out there around the world about what change means to them and, and their dream. In Indiana, what we're doing is we're connecting them with the skill sets to make sure that they're part of the progress, and that lowers that blood pressure just as it does for the CEO investing here. And so couldn't be a more exciting time with everything yeah. that's going on that we're the determiners of our destiny. That's a powerful position to hold and, and, uh, and a positive force for good. We'll be back right after this quick break. Ag Bioscience is supported by Indiana Farm Bureau. Being your own boss is a different kind of job. You have to work harder, smarter, and you can't afford to let your health slow you down. That's why Indiana Farm Bureau is there with more affordable plans for members who need to stay on top of their health so they can stay on top of their business, whether it's a farm or any other kind of company, concern, or enterprise. To learn more about medical, dental, vision, and Medicare supplement insurance plans sponsored by Indiana Farm Bureau, visit infbhealthplans.com. Welcome back to Ag Bioscience. We're joined by Indiana Governor Eric Holcomb. Governor, we've been talking about this evolution of ag bioscience, the evolution of the economy. I want to dig deeper into economic development. This is an area that you have made a priority. As the chief executive, as the governor, you've led a new approach. You created the LEAP concept just northwest of Indianapolis. You've championed the idea with the legislature on more flexibility and company traction and company retention. You built the READY program to make sure that economic development's not just in one place, it's in all places. How are these assets coming together to really shape the future, and how are they delivering results? Well, no one comes out of turn four like Frazier. Um, Castro <laughs> uh, uh, Nevis may be a close second, but look, this is, very, this is a very important topic in the sense that you better be ready for what's coming, and you better be ready even when you're not expecting it. Yeah. There are people looking at your house before you even put it on the market. And there are people driving by the state of Indiana or oh, we think over it that are actually paying close attention. And so the READY program, I think in my mind, most importantly is making sure that we are organized and offering cultural amenities, outdoor activities, certainly, you know, a healthy Indiana workforce, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So all these pieces of the puzzle that make for a great place to live, work, play, study, stay, retire, we're addressing those things so that when someone's looking and we don't know, right. and then when we do know and we're courting to add to the mix, we better have an inventory ready to go of brownfields, greenfields, different sizes, and LEAP happens to be 
something that puts us in the game on a scale like we just hadn't had before. We've got big projects going. River Ridge is a massive, successful area down in southeastern Indiana. Leap being on about the 50-yard line between Purdue University, one of the you know premier top ag schools, engineering schools, and more in the world. Right. And FedEx and our international airport and this workforce shed area, putting yourself on the 50-yard line, it's very attractive. What are you in between? And being in between there, that is high ground. And so to be able to secure enough property to say, we're going to be picky and choosy about the high-wage, high-demand, world-class companies that want to come to the state of Indiana that offer wages that are way above the county, the state, and national average, by the way. So the table's starting to tilt toward the state of Indiana. We have to make sure, again, that we're ready not just to show where you're going to live and grow, but to um, be your partner from now and forever on. This isn't just about a project or a product. This is about a portfolio. That's exactly well said, well said. Governor, you have learned to lead. We all have learned to lead at different chapters of our career. This one's different. Chief executive of a state, the governor puts you on top of a 30-ish thousand person workforce, a multi-billion dollar annual budget. You've learned a lot, I'm confident, over the last seven years. <laughs> uh, how, has, how has this job not shaped how you govern, but how, how do you lead? How, how has this shaped how you lead and how will it change you in the future to lead? Well, I, I think it's not changed anything radically about how I'll do things in the future differently than I've done before because I've always been very, my mother used to tease me about being a list maker, you know, like, sure, I need to do this, 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 and this. And uh, at a very early age, I, I am a planner. I am, I am a, someone who wants to see the steps. And, and that was before the Navy, but that certainly was reinforced. If you want to fly straight and right, you better, you better have a plan. You better execute it. What I have learned even more so in this job is to not only have a plan, but to, to have your ears and eyes wide open to better suggestions or ways of getting there. First, establishing why you're doing what you're doing, and then how are you going to do it? Very important. And that's where the plan comes in, but always being willing to tweak or amend, just like the Indy 500 has to tweak something every single year if they want to be safer or swifter or, or faster. And, and so that's what this job has underscored year after year after year is this is ongoing and you're, you're never going to be done. You're always going to come up short somewhere. So how do you come back at it as quickly as you can to accelerate and especially dealing with growing pains. Yeah. That's a good problem to have. I want that problem. Um, but, but that plan and measuring it and being very transparent about it, understanding that in a job like this, everybody and their uncle is pulling on you and they're going to, they're going to announce the survey results and, sure. and you better have the skin of a rhinoceros and you better be focused on why you, why you are there in the first place. And, 
you know, Truman, Truman said something, said a few things that were profound. And I always put things in perspective, but, you know, do your job and, and do your best and history will take care of the rest. Or do your duty and um, history will do you justice. And so whenever I think about my little patch of property that I'm responsible for and the, my teammates, I put it in perspective and say, look, if we can grow here, if we can grow opportunity, if we can grow the pie for others, then, then we're on to something. And, and that's what's fortunately because of a lot of other credit work credits do, a lot of other folks on the team that are out there making it happen. Most importantly, the private sector and the philanthropic sector who are cuddling up to state and local governments saying, yeah, we want to be your partner because you're a, you're a trusted partner. Well, I think that trust, Governor, is well-earned. And this is, you know, from a guy who has had a passenger seat journey along this ride with, with you mm-hmm. and with this, mm-hmm. with this crew over the last seven years, I'll never forget, uh, I'll do this without trying to choke up, I'll never forget the time that you and I saw each other shortly after Trooper Aaron Smith's passing. Mm. And it was so, so moving to me personally that one, you cared so deeply about it. It affected you so personally. And in a workforce of 30,000, one, mm-hmm. one matter. And I just, I, mm. Governor, thank you. But more importantly, I would just, I would encourage you as you think about what makes you the leader you are, it's that. Yeah. You're, you're going to make me choke up. Um, and it's staying in touch with the folks that are really making this thing go and really laying it on the line. And it doesn't take, and I don't bring this up to pull the attention back, but it doesn't take going to Nairobi, Kenya, to thank our women and men in uniform in the Indiana National Guard. But you did. But it's a... It's a reminder, and it's what we need to do. It's it's knowing what's put on the line every single day that I have no idea. You know what I mean? Right. By by design, right. I shouldn't um, know who's on the airfield right now outside of Nairobi. But but yeah, and and I try to keep in touch with folks all over the state of Indiana. And that's one good thing about you know, technology is it allows you to have tentacles all sure. over the place sure. and get feedback, uh, whether it's in the buffet line or, or on your cell phone. That's good. Governor, time for one last question. And we are 12 months from the finish line, roughly. The tape is in view. <laughs> I know that this is Back to the fourth turn. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Back to the fourth yeah. turn. Uh, state, of, state of the States, not too far away. Yep. January 9. What's, uh, what's ahead? What can we expect from Governor Holcomb? in this last 12 months? Yeah, high tempo, uh, urgency. I hope it doesn't come off as frantic. The shot clock is going. And it, and by the way, it has been for seven years, but it is carpe diem. It, it, this is our time. And it's we've never been in a better situation to attract quality opportunities and to be the determiners of the future than right now. And we've been doing it since 1816. We just celebrated our 207th birthday earlier this week, and we've been pioneering our way since we forged our way out of the forest. But right now, and the stakes 
couldn't be higher. So if you thrive on pressure and you're willing to and able to step up to the free throw line and block out the booze, we're going to get good things. Good things are going to happen. I love it. I look forward yeah. to it. He is Indiana Governor Eric Holcomb. Governor, thanks for joining us on Ag Bioscience. Thanks, Mitch. Good to be with you again. And thank you for joining us. You can get the latest Ag Bioscience news and insights from discussions just like this by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And while there, you can access our entire library and give us a review. Don't forget, you can always learn more online at agronovisindiana.com. On behalf of the entire Agronovis team, I'm Mitch Frazier saying thanks for listening. We look forward to seeing you real soon. This podcast is a product of Agronovis Indiana in collaboration with Inside Indiana Business. Hosted by Mitch Frazier. Produced by Kayla Chittister and Fabian Rodriguez. Photography by Kaylee Kerr. To get all ag bioscience news all the time, visit agronovisindiana.com.